Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. We're back. We're back, everyone. We're back with another episode, another week. We are back. Yes. Um, We're recording one day after Valentine's Day. Oh, so I just want to say, gosh. we love you. We love you, listener. Uh, broomheads. <laughs> Why did I forget what we called you? I was like, we love you. Well, I was thinking of my other podcast. I almost said Spooky Squad. And I was like, mm, wrong show. Wrong show. Listen, listener. Um, Sonique is a player, okay? She's got these little pet names for you all so that she doesn't mix <laughs> up your names. <laughs> Listen, I got hoes in different area codes, okay? Like, ah, ah. <laughs> play on, play okay? No hating, no hating is coming from over here. Don't hate the player, hate the game, exactly. okay? How are you doing, Lauren? <laughs> <laughs> I am doing well. Um, as with I pretty much every other week of this podcast i talk about how i'm feeling in a bit of a rut who isn't you know who is it <laughs> i mean we're coming on like one year of pandemic i know so yeah i know um but i'm doing well <sighs> i am coming like i especially with me i struggle without having i love being on vacation but then after a while, I'd definitely struggle without the structure of a uh, work schedule um, yes. and having designated downtime <laughs> instead of like all the time downtime. Um, right. So, but yes, I'm doing much better. Yesterday was really good. Um, your girl has got that part time work. So she's got the cash flow coming in. Noise, and, noise. Yes. Uh, but doing well otherwise. Um, just living my best life. Also, happy Lunar New Year to everyone. Xin Yan Kuala to our Chinese listeners. I know you're out there. Oh, cool. <laughs> say that again. Xin Yan Kuala. It means... I'm not going to try to say it because I'm going to say it wrong, but that's that sounds really cool. That sounded really legit, Lauren. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I like to brag sometimes. It's like, listen, I know Chinese, but even that pronunciation was like not right, so... I mean, it sounded right to me. I mean, I know nothing, but I was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. like, that's that's Mandarin. Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta show it off to the right people to so to impress them, you know. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I was doing all the things this year to kind of you know welcome in the good luck and the prosperity, and uh, yeah, just doing well feeling good um very excited to be here with you sneak and with you listener and another second new year this year <laughs> um yes with this podcast i'm very excited i'm excited for today's episode excited for all the things that's great i, I love know. that i love it you sound like you're on the up and up right now which is always wonderful to hear you know um s- say it till you believe it <laughs> You yeah, you got to manifest it. Manifestation. We love it. Yeah. <sighs> but how are you doing, Sadiq? I'm doing okay. Um, this So Valentine's Day was yesterday, which is also Evan's birthday. 
And oh my he's gosh, so selfish. happy birthday of the double day of he, love. He's so selfish to be born on Valentine's <laughs> Day. So it's not about me. It's about him. I and I hated that. Um, made him a very lovely dinner um, on Saturday. <clears throat> it was very oh, – yeah, I outdid I myself. Like I did like a four course like – I figured you have to, if you're having birthday in quarantine, last year we spent his birthday in Cartagena and this year we're like locked in our apartments. (laughs) I was like, I have to make you something good to really live up to what we did last year. So um, I was very proud of that. I was was like a win for me that I, um, I would say I'm a pretty good cook, but I tried some stuff that I've never done before and was like kind of nervous about. Like I made this really like elaborate, like egg yolk ravioli and I made my own ravioli and I was like, shaking because it's like it was so hard like, i'm never doing it again <laughs> i'm also bad because he stepped out for a little bit to get um something and as he came home i was like trying to like struggle to get the ravioli <laughs> off the counter because it got stuck and uh, at this point the egg yolk was in there as well as the ricotta so i was like shit i was trying my best not to like disturb it, it and break yeah. the yolk so he's coming in and he's like trying to talk to me and i just was like really short and i was like i, I just need time right now i just need time like, i was like very like fuck away from me <laughs> Like sweating <laughs> profusely. Oh uh, yeah. But it was yeah. But it was a success and uh yeah. Oh, also I got some little like side freelance work, so I'm happy hey. that hopefully hey. I'll be seeing some money come in. So I'm like yay! Like finally, yes. I've been struggling. Um, Girl. Yeah. <laughs> you and me both. So struggle. Like it's been rough and. I was telling you earlier that I was writing a lot today because I had to submit for this packet that every fucking everyone I know was submitting for. So I'm like, oh, great, these funny bitches. <laughs> yeah, you <sighs> competition funny, funny bitches. <laughs> yeah, competition's fucking stiff. I read one of my friends' packets because we we helped each other out. Like, not like we didn't write for each other, but it was like, oh, like I'm gonna send you some stuff and like. Take, give, you know, give me notes. Great. And his was really, really good. And I was like, I wanted to hate on him, but I was like. I was like, you're so good at this. Like, <laughs> if one of us has to get it, I hope it's you. Because it's like, it, it was a very strong pack. And I'm like, damn it. He didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know him, but you're funnier. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're very, you're very biased. He's, he's very funny, too. Um, but thank you. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> you're welcome. And I can guarantee that the listeners definitely think that you're funnier. Yeah, guys, if I get rejected, I'm just going to read to you what I wrote on, yes, <laughs> on, on a bonus episode. I'm just going to really do a rejected jokes <laughs> episode. You just hear all my jokes. <laughs> Vindicate me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but we're not here to talk about my stupid little jokes. We're here to talk about Degrassi. Yes. And also, speaking of Degrassi um, and speaking of Valentine's Day, on, I wish I would have took more screenshots of them, but uh, on Valentine's Day, the Degrassi mm-hmm. Instagram world was popping off with some great uh, Degrassi-themed Valentines. Like the old Ooh, school fun. ones where it's like, you know, it's like two from, but it's like a funny, punny kind of uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, one of my favorites, which uh, one of our listeners sent to us, <laughs> was a picture of Jimmy, wheelchair Jimmy. Um, we love him. We love him. We stand wheelchair Jimmy. Um, <laughs> and <clears throat> it's just Jimmy next was, I think it's like comic sans font 
which is always like comical, right? Comic Sans is yeah. is literally comical. Um, and it says, <laughs> "You'll be in a wheelchair after tonight." Oh fuck! <laughs> Damn. I mean, real talk though. I did just see a picture of Drake on Valentine's Day, and she boy could break poppy. my bag any day. <laughs> Listen, blow that back out any day. <laughs> Come on. Come. He had a turtleneck on. on. Listen. <laughs> I liked it. Listen. <laughs> he talk about a glow up. Talk. Well, I remember when I first started watching Degrassi because again, um, as as any like especially like a black person, like you're just you watch TV a lot, and a lot of times you're like, okay, well he's the black person, so I guess I'm supposed to like him. Yeah. You know. And I remember watching Degrassi when it first came out, like Next Gen, and I was like, he's not cute. Like Jimmy he was a little goofy. He, he was a little goofy looking. I'll say, like he was. I think he was cute in like a funny looking way. Like, oh, like he's like he was kind of. He was in his. I mean, they were all in their awkward phase when yeah. that show started. So no, no one on that show in the very beginning was cute. They all looked kind of funny, yeah. and they all grew into themselves and glowed up. Exactly. And I think it was like Drake was kind of a little goofy, skinny boy with a long neck. Yeah. <laughs> Why is his and now neck he's so like, long? <laughs> that was so long. It was so long and skinny, a little gooseneck. But now yeah. his neck is thick, and I like that. Thick with two C's. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thick all over. I yes. love that. I love a thick boy. I love a thickums. <laughs> we love a thickums on this podcast. I love a thick boy. I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I love that Valentine so much. <laughs> that's so funny i love that i wish i you know i'm not on instagram that much anymore i wish i had seen that Ugh. i would have sent that around to quite a few friends it's listen it's so funny it's it's okay though there will be other valentines but yeah i yeah. also am very excited to get into today's episode we'll be right back after a quick break Yeah, this was a good episode. We had this was like all about the girls, like all like female centric mm, um, mm, mm. storylines. You know, let's hear it for the girls. We mm, love it. Mm, um, mm. We watched season two, episode five, Body Politics, air date December third, nineteen ninety. Synopsis: Lucy takes a stand on behalf of the girls' volleyball team. <laughs> That's it. But <laughs> so much more happened. I wish they had they had. Um, Describe the B plots because I was like, oh, the B and the C plot. Cause I was like, oh, these are like also good, like the Liz and Spike thing, the Alexa and Michelle so. thing. I was like, yeah, I was like, I wish that had been the description. I I there didn't so know about that. On. Yeah, and I was ex- I was not excited to watch this episode. Cause I was like, oh, I don't really like. Is that just about volleyball? <clears throat> and it was about so much more. Exactly, the the volleyball thing was such a minor thing. I feel like, or like it was just kind of like background like topic, but. Um, yeah, I remember this, I mean, listener, Sonique, you know this, I love anything building up to a dance. This, this episode (laughs) was so much like a classic, like teen movie where it's like week before the dance or like two weeks before the dance. Like what's going to happen? Where's my date? Like, you know, love connections and heartbreak and and reconnections and 
Oh, it had everything and everyone was involved. Like literally everyone was involved and it was all the girls. And That's I was just true. like, it's been a long time. I, I feel like since I've like been like very, I don't know, like, ooh, like what's going to happen? Like who's going to, who's going to go with who? Like true. Yeah. what's going to work out? Yeah, I think. I think this is our one of our first ones in a long time to feature like all of, almost all of the female like leads like yeah. uh, I mean aside from we didn't like um, we excluded the girls who were the grade under so like mm-hmm. Melanie and Kathleen but it's pretty much all the older girls are are yeah. in this even LD like off screen. <laughs> Listen, props to LD for literally like the the legacy the LD legacy is strong. Okay. Yes. And she lives. She lives on through the camera. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly, I'm starting to become a little bit concerned for Lucy because I'm like, girl, it's time to make some real life friends that like can talk to you on a regular <laughs> basis. Because <laughs> like, friends who aren't on a boat. Listen, it's it's <laughs> friends 19- who aren't at sea. It's 1990. <laughs> like, it's going to be months before you get anything back. Like, you need to get something <laughs> now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> by the time you get the the um the video the tape from like um ld the dance has already passed like everything has happened already like girl it's like past schools out like the, she you need someone that can be there for you like for what shit is about to go down also like when you need advice in the moment like <laughs> please please someone besides the twins okay <laughs> also i just realized that i'm trying to think when was the show Felicity? When was that on TV? I'm um, right I now. think that was a bit later. I can okay. look it up for you because I have Wikipedia um, open. Okay, because that I just realized it just now. Like when Lucy is recording those videotapes and setting them, I was like, "Oh, this like this the way that this episode was set up was very much like the." Because I don't even think Felicity does that through the entire series, but like especially season one, Felicity, uh-huh. when she's like sending like audio recordings to like her old teacher or something. Oh, so um, it it came out in 1998. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, that's a very 90s show. Can I admit something? You've never seen it. I've literally never seen Felicity, which is a sickness i know because like but i'm aware honestly, of the show i know that she didn't she like move to new york to like follow some guy yes <laughs> that's all i know about it and then like she cuts her hair at some point and it's a big deal <laughs> oh i didn't see this i i watched felicity um like a few years ago i started watching it and i never finished it um yeah i want to but... say that the show started to decline then the reality is that like, I know about it in the context of TV, not the show. So I know that the actress, Carrie, what's her name? Washington? No, that's not her. No. She's black. Um, What's her name? Oh, Carrie uh, Russell. Carrie Russell. Carrie yeah. Russell. Yeah, I know she was, like, very iconic for, like, the big curly hair. Mm-hmm. And around the same time when she cut her hair, they, they changed time slots. And I know people were like oh, the haircut killed the show, but really it was like, <laughs> no, the show got a, a, a good sense sign that the show is on the way out. It's they changed the time slot because they're moving it out of prime time and like, you know, the, yeah, the, the exactly. sweet spot, right? Like if, if you go from being, if airing on like, you know, Tuesday night at, 
you know, eight o'clock to suddenly be airing on Friday night when no one's fucking at home watching TV or Saturday, God forbid, yeah. your show's leaving. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but that's all I know about Felicity. Yeah, well, for Sneak, for, for the listener, Felicity, at least season one, she, like, the her kind of narration of the episodes were very much like Lucy. So she's, like, sitting there, like, recording, like, a tape recorder, and she sends them off to... I think her old, some teacher or tutor, which I'm like now thinking of it, if we were recapping this show, I'd be like, they definitely possibly had a lesbian relationship lover situation. She's an older, I'm like, why, why are you sending tapes? That's weird. Like why (laughs) that they like were connected because. Did people do that back then? Like do people send cassette tapes of themselves just telling their life story to their friends who lived far away i guess so but in this Mm. case felicity's friend was like maybe a 30 plus year old woman whose fiance died in a motorcycle accident and they connected somehow and now she, she went away to college um and sends audio tapes um away to her friend i guess uh very confusing um but also like lucy i I mean if anything we've we've said it enough uh degrassi did it first so louis lucy is the og felicity she also has really big hair too (gasps) oh my gosh you're so right wow wow black woman i know i hate that (laughs) (sighs) but um the episode starts off cold open lucy is like you said recording another uh, video for lt and all oh, lucy's like i don't have a date for the semi-formal which i'm like she's like of course you know no date wonder and i was like lucy how like lucy is like the pretty <laughs> she's like tall and thin ambiguously raised with large hair like how is Hello. no one trying to date lucy <laughs> but her reason i mean yeah come on but her reasoning is that um you know I intimidate guys because I'm mouthy and I have strong opinions. And then she leaves for school. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it really Uh, is setting the scene for what the theme of this episode is. It's like, "Mm, boys don't like girls who have thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. Basically. But I hate to say it. This episode really does like hit the nail on the head of like what it's like to be a teen girl. um, As someone who was called intimidating a lot. Like, I'll mm-hmm. never forget this one time. I don't know if I told you this. I was in my high school chemistry class, um, 10th grade, and I don't know how the conversation started. Started. There's a lot going on, because I'm also, like, one of the, first, like, the few black girls in the class. Right. So I think that there was an air of, like, some microaggressions in there. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of students, I don't know why, we were all just having a group discussion, they all were like, yes, yeah, Sonique, I was really intimidated by you. And everyone was co-signed. They were all intimidated oh, by me. And one of them was the guy that I liked. And I was like, oh, my God. And it was like, I laughed it off. But in the moment, yeah. I it's I still carry it with me because I was so, like, sad about it. I was like, everyone is intimidated by me. And I was like, I don't know why because I'm not a mean person. I think I just oh, was yeah. very quiet. And then when I would speak up, I was very, like, pretty assertive of like how i felt about things but i didn't like i wasn't i don't think i was a mean person like in your face kind of girl definitely but 
it hurt my feelings so much to have like people tell me I was intimidating. And I really felt Lucy being like, oh, girl, I know. I know that feeling. Ugh. I'm sorry that happened and to then you. Wanting to, and then wanting to dim your light a little bit. Like another yeah. time I was like, um, I remember, this is like kind of sad. <laughs> I was yeah. in middle school and I, I really loved history class and I still mm-hmm. love history. I was very excited about my middle school like history classes. Like, it's probably the sixth grade. And my teacher really liked me, and he'd always call on me because, like, I was, like, just really enthusiastic about the class. Like, I just was. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I was a nerd. I was a little (laughs) bit of a teacher's pet. Um, And he would, like, call on me, and he really, like – he would hype me up because he was, like, yeah, like, like, Cindy's very Mm -hmm. smart, and she, like, knows what she's doing. And I started getting teased by other students. So then, like, it was just kind of like I was, like, a know-it-all and a show-off. And I wasn't. I just, like – I just was excited about history, and I just liked to talk about it. Like, I just – I don't think I was a – asshole about it and then like at the end of one class i told him i was like can you not single me out anymore because like people are teasing me and it's hurting my feelings and he was like you know i wish you didn't feel this way because like you know you're a really good student i was like yeah i know but can you just like stop calling on me so then he did and i just kind of like became kind of like a shrinking violet in the class after that because i was like you know i didn't like getting attention and yeah yeah so I that's definitely that, I like, felt Lucy in this episode. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the, this episode was very oh my gosh, so much. I think especially for for both of us, like being young girls, like this this episode like was hitting home because it's like it literally is just like mm-hmm. all the all the different facets of of what a what being a teen girl is like, especially with Lucy of. Because it's like, when you talk about Lucy, it's like, Lucy is iconic. Lucy is fierce. Like, she she kind of, she has, up until this point, basically, has been um, very unapologetic, like, with her fashion, with, like, being like, I'm a director, bitch. Like, she's like, (laughs) (laughs) she's that, like, like that kind of um, unique teen that, like, like, knows themselves or like you know like is like yes you know very self-possessed very confident at an at an age when most people aren't yes exactly which yeah um which you know like you know i think she's like she's either has been thinking about it or you know obviously this is just the storyline to discuss it that she's finally kind of being like oh well i like i love this about me but like i also i want to be a teen where like I want a boyfriend. I want someone to like me. I want to go to the dance with some boy and like be, yeah. be a normal girl. And oof, child. <laughs> yeah. A and lot. it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a journey that you go through, not just as a teen, but even oh as like a woman gosh, yes. of like, kind of the whole, we all got the speech about like guys only like women who are like, you can't you have to make them feel like a man. You can't intimidate that all that kind of bullshit. And then you realize at a certain age that like, or I can just find someone who appreciates exactly. me and I don't have to change um, my positive attributes to meet their insecurities. <laughs> exactly. You know, like Lucy just needs like a, a, a man who can, you know, who can hold her down. Who's like her yes. ride or die. Who's like, we can be, we have be a power couple. Which we do see. I know. I was like, they were a black, a black power couple. And I was like, yes, I love Listen, this. Uh, 
Listen, when I tell you, this is the well, this is one of the first times I was screaming at the TV watching Degrassi in a long ass time, and I am so fucking happy about it. Yeah, I I love I actually I really love the ending because I was like, oh, this is a good ending. Like, this is not like a it's it it gives you that like it's it's like this episode was so much of like a teen like a teen movie where it's like okay yeah, like it's very satisfying feel good yes uh-huh. it's so satisfying oh my gosh mm-hmm. we love it um but in our first official scene uh, we see these two random white dudes talking about finding dates in semi formal one's blonde. They come back. I, at first, I was like, who the fuck is <laughs> Who are they? Like, I know. Like, this show is way too far in to be introducing new characters. Like, who the fuck is this? Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, they're trying to talk about finding dates. And the twins are talking to Lucy about their dresses for the dance. They're very excited. But Lucy isn't planning on going because she doesn't have a date. And she's like, you know, I don't have a date. I'm not going by myself. So it is what it is. Yeah. Um, this scene was random though. So like a random girl comes up to them and she's like, it makes sense later, but in the moment I thought it was weird. She was like, Yeah, um, don't forget about volleyball practice. And they're like, When is it? And she was like, I don't know, probably the same time next year or as last year. And I'm like, How are you gonna remind what? me about volleyball practice? But you don't seem to know any information about volleyball practice. I'm like, <laughs> what was this? <laughs> and, I was, and then it was I was very confused. Like, <laughs> like, why why do you only like and then I was like, do you only have volleyball practice like once a year? Like I was confused and I was like and also like since when do they play volleyball? Like it was <laughs> they threw yeah, that in like, there and it was a lot. It was very like we need to, you know, set up the sh- the episode, but in a way that was like it left me with a lot of questions, but not in like I'm excited, more like, what are you talking about? Exactly. She's like because then when she said that and she was like, I don't know. Probably the same time. I was like, does she mean tryouts? Or does she mean practice? Like, so you guys yeah. are on the team already, but you don't know what your practice is. And also, this girl seems to know about practice, but she also doesn't know anything about practice. <laughs> like, it was odd. Odd choice. Um, they We find out that the team wasn't that great last year, but they're hoping that this time they'll do better. And just mm-hmm. then, Lucy bumps into the random white guy, and they both give us a sorry at the same time. Oh, I mean, can, 90s Canadianess. The amount of, like, the strong, strong, strong stories. Like, it was like infinite in this episode. Yeah, it was like I didn't even know what they were saying. I didn't. Re- I didn't even register it as sorry. It was so intense. <laughs> it was so intense. I thought they were um, trying to be like, "Ouch!" Like, <laughs> oh, we bumped into each other. Oh, sore. I'm sorry. Oh, ow. Oh it was. <laughs> It was so much. I'm like, yeah. At one point, I think it was, I think it was um, Dale. Also, his name is Dale. Yeah, and, and of the... course, naturally, I would call him and his friend Chip and Dale. Like, I have to. Hello, hello, Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. That was an iconic TV show. Was so good. Wow, so good. Also, yeah, Sneak. Yes. Dale's the actor that plays Dale and the way that he is dressing he's supposed to be um the guy from Pretty in Pink right like the douchebag like oh, rich kid oh he does look like I did not catch that <laughs> yeah the um David Spader is the actor who plays him yes but he plays all the assholes from that era yes he has yeah. like Dale has the long blonde hair. Uh-huh. It's got, like feathered in the front. It's like a little flip yes. in the front. 
He's dressed very preppy. He has like an Oxford shirt, some khakis pleated in the front, and like some Sperry's on. And mm-hmm. like he's going to Connecticut this weekend. Like he's like he's ready. Yeah. And like and I feel like he's but which is weird because like we haven't he just looks so out of place on Degrassi because no one dresses that way, but it's also perfectly like early nineties, yeah. late eighties, like popular boy fashion and no one dresses that way on Degrassi so it was like so out of place that's a good point because we've seen people be preppy kind of but it's not this kind of like I think uh, I'll say that a lot of the characters on Degrassi have like a funky type of yeah dress even when they're even when they're kind of preppy they're still a little like um because these are city kids like they this is they're in the city so it's like they kind of have like kind of like a a little bit of an urban feel to their clothing, like, a little bit, not, like, a lot. But you're right. I haven't seen anybody with this, like, much of a preppy look. Which feels odd, too, for a 1990. It's, like, a very 80s kind of prep. Yeah. Like, out which, of your right. Which, um, hmm. made, because of this, um, when I, in, when I first saw his character, I was like, we can't trust him. Like. Yeah. He, he's, he's gonna be problematic, um, in oh yes, he looks very problematic. Yes, yes. In twenty twenty one, he's gonna have some white supremacy tendencies. You know, like I also feel like he's gonna go to college and do not so great things mm, to women. I'll just say no. that, like some and party like, things. And I'm like, I don't like something about him. Just <laughs> I don't, I don't trust him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very, very promising boy. young woman type of guy. Like uh-huh. no, 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 no. Yeah. And I was like, Lucy, it's, you need to run away. <laughs> that, <laughs> you need to run away from this man because <laughs> he is just coming after you from your for your feti- for the fetishization as a black woman. Run away Ooh. right now! But then I was like, Lauren, you always read into these things. He's probably fine. I mean, you were Listen, right. I know. Listen, you were right. I knew from he could the, not he could not handle a strong black woman. Clearly. That was my takeaway. I said, like, oh, so you, you can handle this. He, it, what did Desi's child say? You, what, I, what's the bootylicious lyric? <laughs> I don't think you're ready for this, Jelly. <laughs> Lauren, you said, what does Destiny's child say? And it looked at me. I'm like, which, which of the thousands of songs? <laughs> I don't know what you're, independent woman? Like, I don't know what you're trying to like you know that Beatles song I'm like they have so many songs one of our our listeners was like bootylicious bootylicious they were yelling in their headphones (laughs) they 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 were following Uh, yeah but no you're but yeah that's what it is um but when they bump into each other of course the twins you know are like spooning like oh my god he likes you you should ask him Mm-hmm. Um, damn it! I wrote the year two thousand. I don't know why she said something about yes. the year two thousand. I was like, oh my god, and that was twenty one years ago. <laughs> that that added to the nineties Canadian nineties Canadianness as well. Because yeah, Lucy Lucy's like, oh, ask him how he's probably booked till the year two thousand, and it's like, oh, oh my gosh, okay, that was and they're excited oh my god. about Y two K. Y2K, oh my god, I miss Y2K. Remember how we all thought we were going to die? Uh, I mean, we still like, do, but in, like, the, in a different way. 
like you just thought like things were gonna be. I mean, we were literally in elementary school, but like the like the premise of like, oh my gosh, we're we're literally jumping into the future, like Xenon girl of the twenty first century. Like we're about to go live in space. We're about to have hoverboards. Like things are about to change. See, I you were optimistic. I was ready for the apocalypse. I was like, <laughs> we're gonna be like Mad Max. Like I'm like the, all of the things. Like, I was like a doomsday prepper at the age of seven. I was like, guys. You don't get it. No, no. You guys are joking around. Like, everything's going to reset to zero and the planes will fall from the sky and then there'll be war. Like, this is... <laughs> we need to stock up on water, mother. <laughs> She's like, Cindy, go sit down. Go watch some Nickelodeon. It's like, no! You're trying to silence me. <laughs> I love that I was like, so I was much. like seven years old on like the street corner with like the end is nigh, like a sandwich board. <laughs> Listen... I don't doubt it. I can see it so I was so cute, though. I was so little. (laughs) You know what? We we appreciate it. We love we loved your activism early on. Um, I the how do I remember the year two thousand? I year I remember it because of my elementary school yearbook, which I remember like in elementary school, like we didn't have enough like school activities and like school things to occupy our yearbook, and like Mm -hmm. there was no one writing the yearbook, right? So they would just have, like, random, like, almost like a magazine article to kind of, like, talk about what happened in the year. And I remember the year 2001, it was, like, super, like, futuresque. I just remember they had, like, all the... (laughs) The only thing I remember about it is, like, everything was, like, platinum, like, holographic, like, coloring. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. And then I just remember... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's haunted. Um... (laughs) The, I just remember they had all those, um, remember those, those toys that were like those robot dogs? Oh yeah. Ugh, I wanted one so bad. Like yeah, so bad. And my mom was like, we literally have a real dog. You're fine. And I was like, but I want a robot <laughs> oh, Duke. <laughs> was, was that Duke? No, we didn't have Duke yet. We had uh, Rudy. Rudy was old too, so I was like, I hate you. I wanted a robot dog because I couldn't have one. You were like, I want a robot dog and a real dog, you spoiled bitch. Well, Rudy was like, my only memory of Rudy was that she was old. She was an Irish setter. Um, And so, like, she wasn't like a fun dog and she didn't like play fetch or anything. Um, (laughs) So it's like, I was over her, okay? Yeah, your mom was like, we have a real dog. You're like, yeah, but she sucks. But Mom, look at Toys R Us catalog. They have this cool robot dog. I can teach it things. I was like, I was always so fascinated about like you could like get a puppy and like train it. But like uh-huh. <laughs> once I like when I was born, like Rudy was already trained and like she was like a middle aged like woman that's just like ready to retire and like <laughs> is it really ready to be around kids anymore? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Rudy, let's go play. Come on. <laughs> She's like, fuck off. <laughs> Rudy was like chain smoking after a long shift. He's like, get out of here, kid. <laughs> basically, basically. So I was like, all right, we get a robot dog. And I was like, nah, it's okay. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. I love that. I did not know that about. Oh my, I never heard about Rudy. I only knew about Duke. I also just feel like Duke is like, um, like <laughs> immortal. Like I assume all he's, dogs. He, are he's just buried Duke. in my backyard. If you want to go visit him. Oh my god! Respects. Rest I, I might. When your parents yeah. aren't home and like climb over the fence and just like leave a rose. 
Yeah, so listener, for those of you that don't know, Duke was my... Yeah, because I guess you didn't know Rudy because I met you after we got Duke. No. Um, Duke was my second dog. He was yellow lab and he was so fucking cool. He was so sweet. And Marley, I think Marley was the most heartbroken when Duke died. (laughs) And I didn't tell her. (laughs) Marley, Marley, I feel like was not a dog person, but she came over to my house and she was always, she'd always be like, Duke is just so chill. Like he's just like hanging out, laying there. Just, like, relaxed. <laughs> I mean, I'll say I also love Duke because uh, I was always I was kind of afraid of big dogs. Mm-hmm. So when I saw he a bigger dog, friendly. I was like, oh, my God, this dog's huge. But he was also so, like, so, like, he was chill. So I was like, oh, I like Duke. Like, I don't like big dogs, asterisk, yeah. except for Duke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I remember, I think, because we were all in school when he, like, died. Like, we were all in college. And so I think I, like, didn't... <laughs> Good, because I didn't think of telling you guys that my dog, my dog had died when I was away at school. <laughs> and I remember I told you guys like a few months later, because I think Marley would always ask like, how's Duke doing? <laughs> Marley really loved him. <laughs> and she was like really upset that I didn't tell her when it happened. And she I mean, was, like, Duke was like a big deal. I don't know. I think Duke is still alive. He's like in Cuba with Tupac. <gasps> I love that for them. Yeah. They're having like... um Cuba Libre is on the beach. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> so. That was a fun tangent. That was a fun tangent. Back to the um, year 2000. <laughs> um, so we find out that who? Patrick and Spike. I kept, I keep, I kept t- mistyping the names. Patrick and Spike have split up. It turns out that Spike yeah. is like, yeah, she's talking to Liz. She's like, yeah, you know, I have a kid. I just didn't have time, like, to really have a boyfriend. Like, right. I'm a teen mom. My daughter's like <laughs> ten. Like, I can't right. just be dating right now. So, um, I, I really noticed the fashion. Um, Spike was wearing this denim tutu that we've seen a few times, and it's very ripped up top. Yeah, it's very cute. And Liz has the most deranged updo. I hated it. Listen, Liz, it's time to go back to what was it called? The Chelsea. Her yeah, I, miss, I like her Chelsea haircut, yeah. Yeah, it's not. it has not grown out well, and she doesn't really know how to style it, apparently. Um, but also, <laughs> Liz just, she can't she can't do anything for herself this episode, so maybe that was yeah. part of the wardrobe. <laughs> the wardrobe I mean, decision. we also like, just, like, hate this character at this point, um, which is going to flip back because she has a, we have a Liz-centric episode next one, and it's pretty heavy. Ooh. But as of now... Liz is like still on my shit list. Yeah, I also forgot about the whole like um abortion uh what was what would we call her? Her abortion, abortion. terrorism. It was terrorism, terrorism that yes, she was yes. doing in that school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. The amount of hate crimes that were coming out of her were just like <laughs> astronomical. Um I know we just sent her so... to the Hague. Like she's a war criminal. Like she's terrible. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, and I forgot about that. And I was like, because I was like reading through the YouTube comments. I was like, why does everyone hate Liz so much? And then I was, cause I was, I was like, she's shitty this episode, but like, she's not that bad. And I was like, oh, right, 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 right. Terrorist Liz yeah. forgot. Yes. She's not a good person. Um, but that seems quick. They're just like, yeah, okay. Established. Spike and Patrick have broken up. Um, later, Liz is, they split up though. And Liz is sitting at a table for lunch and Patrick walks up and he's like, He's like, oh, like my friend's doing this show. Do you want to come with me as friends? 
And he's like, we're still friends, aren't we? And I was like, you know, <laughs> I, you know, Liz is trash in this. Patrick yeah. is worse to me. Oh, I'm like, the he's amount of people- 10 times he's worse terrible. than Liz in this. Yeah. Yes, I feel like Liz, right? Liz, I think she, she was coming at it with good intentions, right? Like she was yeah. trying. And I think, you know, as we mentioned numerous times, Liz has always been the third wheel in Spike and Patrick's relationship. So I think it's not, it's, it's not great, but it's also not completely out of the blue for her to hang out with Patrick, right? But well, because as far as she was concerned, she was dating Patrick too. We had a boyfriend. Hello? Like we we also have a child. <laughs> like <laughs> Yes. Like I think I think it wasn't flat out said, but we, we all know like what Liz was thinking. She outwardly she had good intentions, but she all she she was thinking like maybe I can maybe I can work this out to get myself a boyfriend, right? <laughs> but Patrick flat out was like, yo I'm trying to get with Liz. Like he, his intentions were like, "Fuck Spike." I'm trying to get with her friend. Like, yeah, and it's <laughs> he's like trash. he is. Like, and the thing is, I understand that we can't control who we care about and who we like. Like, that's that's true. Like, you like who you like. Like, you yeah. know, we've all we've all. Been, I think we, it's safe to say we've all liked someone we shouldn't like, and you're like, mm-hmm. should not fuck with that person. But with maturity comes the ability to also like navigate. How does this look? It is this messy. Maybe Hello. like, let me not do this. And Patrick is like, I don't like the fact that he he plays it off too. But makes Patrick insidious too is that he presents it to Liz. It's like, oh, we're just doing as friends. But friends. then later on, he's like, you don't get to control who I date. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I thought we were just hanging out as buddies. Now you're like, oh, I'm trying to date her. What's that yeah. about, Patrick? Hmm? Is that what they teach you? Is that what they teach you in Limerick? Huh. <laughs> Huh? 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 Angela's Ashes. I need to stop referencing that book every time he shows up. It's racist. It's It's not the only thing that's coming to Ireland. Lots of things come out of Ireland. Leprechauns. (laughs) Pots of gold. Pickled beef. So, you know, that's racist. Listen, I'm a quarter Irish. Oh, are you now? I am. Since when? Since when, Lauren? And so this convenient joke you just told, <laughs> not your Irish. <laughs> Listen, okay, my great, great, great grandmother was lich. No, my great, great grandmother was born on a fucking boat after the potato famine. Oh my God, really? I know. Yeah. Crazy. And she survived. She survived. Damn, she, she, really, she really wanted to get to the land of milk and honey. Tell me why. Okay, side note. <laughs> I remember in elementary school, we had to do this, like, ancestor project or something. I think we could pick, we could talk about someone in history or we could talk about someone in our family that's historical. Mm-hmm. And my mom told me about this, that my, like, great-great-grandmother was born on the boat. And so I, like, had to, like, do some, like, diorama type shit. In my mind, for about 10 more years, in my mind, I was, like, so she was, like, basically born on, like, a Mayflower era of a ship. <laughs> not, like, not like a titanic era of a ship but like a mayflower era of a ship and so i was like damn well do you know were- what year she what time what year she came around oh not specifically no oh okay i'm just curious it doesn't really matter no but i remember like <laughs> like in my like childhood brain when i was like oh she was born on the boat like it was literally like like a wooden ship they like were an eating arc. that 
<laughs> like an arc. Like they were eating those like hard ass biscuits that like they ate on Pocahontas. <laughs> okay, but like those biscuits barrels so of good. water. <laughs> I used to like I watched when I watched Pocahontas it made me hungry because the biscuits they ate looked so Bitch, good. Those things look good, right? They're like, ooh, they're like they're like golden brown, like crispy. <laughs> Right? Like, I want one of those. And they're, like, literally, like, seven months old. And they're, like, mildewy from the ocean water. Like, I want one of those. I was like, those look nice and crispy. (laughs) Flaky. (laughs) I love that you did not realize, like, she was full on, like, on a steam ship. Yeah. Because, again, like, like my my reference for things of, like, all right, when people came to America, it was, like, on a Mayflower. Or a slave ship. That's that's understandable, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I could. If you're, I mean, you're a little kid. I remember this one time. Okay, speaking of like historical inaccuracies, <laughs> what I I've told you about how much I loved history as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. I also used to like write like writing like history fan fiction. So <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I was really obsessed with like um, the Dear America books, like those diary books. I think Girl, I mentioned you know, on the show. Yeah, because remember I told you I thought that they were real diaries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. Like historically accurate, like actual first person accounts. Yeah. I, so I think mad. they were pretty good in terms of like historical accuracy. They weren't real, but like they you learn a lot from those books. I actually recently yeah. read one about the Salem Witch Trials. When I tell you, Damn. it was very good. But um uh yeah, so I was really obsessed with those books. I used to write my own, like, oh, the diary of Pippa Civil War diary. I would write my own and right. um I was like into that and I would write a lot of like little kind of historical fiction type books. And I remember this one I wrote, I found it a few years ago because I still had some of my like little like journals and books I would write when I was a little kid. Uh-huh. And I wrote <laughs> about the story of a little girl from Russia. <laughs> was it Anastasia? Did she, no, it was she like have 18, amnesia too? <laughs> it was like 1890 something, but she was just immigrating to Russia. I don't know from where, <laughs> but she was a Jewish girl immigrating to Russia, what and the there were hell? also like Nazis in it. And I was like, I did not know when any of this stuff happened in history. I think I just knew like, oh, I read this one book about this girl, this Jewish girl who lived in Russia who left Russia to go to America, and I was like, oh, maybe she like Holy decided to come around. to Russia too. And I remember, like, oh, I know Nazis did bad things to Jewish people. I didn't know what the Holocaust was. I just knew, like, oh, bad things happened. I was, like, eight. I didn't fucking know. Right. So I decided, like, oh, also Nazis were in this story. But it was in the 1890s in Russia. It was a very, like, <laughs> like very, like, uh, there was a lot going on in this right, right, story. Right. I didn't finish it. But I was, like, wow. Like, I'm, like, really writing a historical fiction right now. <laughs> Listen. You can cut all that out, by the way, because that's a, a no, such a deranged we're story. That in. <laughs> keeping that in, the people I need meant to well. Know. I wanted to like tell the stories of like marginalized people that just didn't know what I was talking about because I was eight. Exactly, <laughs> your intentions were good. Yeah, like Liz. Um, <laughs> how did we even get here? Anyway, um, oh yes, the Irish. Yes, so this <laughs> Irish boy asked her out. She's like, okay, I'll think about it. Um, so. Alexa is looking for Michelle, and when they do meet each other, it's kind of awkward. And Alexa's like, hey, let's hang out, like, old times. And Michelle's like, okay, like, when do you, like, can we do Tuesday? And Alexa's like, I have plans with Simon. And Michelle goes, why did you even bother asking? Go marry him or something. And then storms off. 
<laughs> and I'm like, Alexa, why wouldn't you suggest the time? If you're going to offer, hey, let's hang out. Are you free Saturday? You should you should offer time. Don't be like, don't do the whole, like, we should get brunch. And then and we never do. <laughs> like, just say a day. And then also, like, don't tell Michelle that you have plans with Simon. Be like, oh, I can't on Tuesday. You just don't have to give a reason. Sorry, I have to help my mom make baklava on Tuesday. Hello. Easy. That's, that's your excuse for everything else. Come on. I know, right? And she's like, oh, sorry. My super cool boyfriend and I are hanging out with your ex-boyfriend and the girl he cheated on you with. Um, we're <laughs> just like, we're just so in love that like we have a date night tonight. So I don't really know if I can squeeze you in, Michelle. Sorry. But yeah, let's do, you, let's you totally do brunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alexa's being a not great friend. Um, yeah. But later Lucy's at her locker when this fucking Dale guy walks up to her and he's like, hey, he had something, he had his hand behind his back and I didn't like it. I don't like when that people do, they'll approach mm-hmm. you with your hands behind your back. What do you, what do you have? What is that behind your back? Let me see your hands. Let me see both of them. Thank you. Also, <laughs> um, it was a very, listen, as, as Lucy, as we've seen with Lucy, she's been through a lot let's let's just let's just refresh your memory she was abused by a teacher and then didn't never really talked about it with anyone until wheels saw it kind of so or saw it with someone but yeah when he when dale was approaching her out i don't know if the actress did this by choice or this just came across in my mind if i'm just reading into it but it looked like lucy like was kind of like I don't know. Her initial reaction was like, uh, uh, not frightened, but like startled, startled or like weary about like, why is he approaching me like this? And then, and then when she realized that he was like flirting kind of, she was like, oh, okay. But it was Ooh, weird. I didn't catch that, but I believe yeah, it. I'm it's an interesting choice for the actress if she did do it. Yeah. But because it, it was like, again, it's, it was, she's kneeling at her locker and he kneeled down too. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm very, <laughs> I'm just thinking about like, if that were to happen to me, I'd be like, why didn't you just stay standing so I could stand up? Now we're both kneeling by my locker. My knees are hurting at this point. Like, this is awkward. Yeah. I don't know why he would also, I guess he's trying to like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet you where you're at. But it's like. I'm just getting my book. Like, I was going to stand up. I was going to do it fast. I didn't. Now we're just down here and I can see the gum on the floor and it's gross. And I don't want to be down here anymore. Again, I did not trust him from the second his tailored pressed Oxford shirt stepped into the scene. So same. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he asks her on the date and he gives her a flower. But uh, she's very excited, of course. When she sees the twins, she runs up and she's like, I got a date. Woo. And um, just then, this other girl, I did not realize this was Cindy. This was Cindy. I was like, a yes. girl? I was like, oh, this is Cindy. Um, she walks up to them, and she's like, um, apparently our volleyball practice has been bumped up before uh, before school. So, like, we have to get up super early and practice, like, in the morning. But the boys' basketball team is now booked up after school every day, which was our original spot. So, Lucy's like, this is bullshit. I'm going to fight this, because she's Lucy. Yeah. And I, the only reason I knew it was Cindy was because of the biking shorts. Because that's true. Like, that's, that's her, her character. Look. She thing. loves like an athleisure moment. 
Yes. Yes, yes, Because yes. she, she does, like, a leg. She's, like, a legging, like, like a pedal pusher look later. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, she's an athlete. And I think it's perfect for BLT because they're both, like, an athlete couple. Yes. They're very sporty. They are. They, like, remember, it's, like, you have to find someone that, like, likes what you like. Which is, like, kind of true, but also it doesn't have to be strict as that, you know? Yeah, you don't literally both have to, like, wear <laughs> athleisure and do sports. It's a bit much. Right. Like, do something different. Um, have your own personality. Um, mm-hmm. In the library, Spike, she looks like she's reading a Cliff's Notes. <laughs> it was, like, that yellow and black stripe. I was like, is that Cliff's Notes of Romeo oh, and Juliet? it was Cliff's Notes, yeah. I was like, girl, you better read the book. <laughs> but Spike got a baby. She's like, I ain't got time for this shit. I'm like, I'm reading this Cliff's Notes. She's like, I can't sit here and try to decipher this, this English <laughs> that was made before mm-hmm. I was born. Before me and my baby were born. Um, so, <laughs> Liz... Uh, goes with a spike and she's like very excited and this is like where I'm very unsure what Liz's intentions were because I don't think she had like nefarious intentions but also like are you just this dumb because like because she goes up to spike and she's like she what how I would approach it if you say you you had dated a guy but you dumped him but I kind of liked him Mm. and he asked me out and let's say for some reason I've hit myself I hit my head and decided Maybe I could go on a date with this guy because obviously I wouldn't because no. Right, right, right. But I'm like, I'm going to go ask Lauren. I feel like I would approach you in a very like, hey, I need to talk. Like, I know it's kind of awkward. Um, yeah. You know, Patrick and, you know, Patrick asked me out and like, honestly, I kind of like him. I know like you dumped him. Like, are you cool with it? Like, do you feel weird about it? Like, what's what are your thoughts? And cause I feel like that's like a normal way to approach it. And said, so Liz comes over. The same way Lucy goes over the twins, like, oh my god, like Patrick asked me out, like she's really, and like this is. I know. Do you not think that she would have a problem with this? Like, I don't know. I don't get yeah. Liz in this at all. I don't. I don't get her either, and I'm like, ugh. my, because like obviously it's like, you know, it's that kind of classic trope conversation where it's like Liz is like, hey, she's kind of playing it down. Um... And, like, asking, you know, she's asking Spike for permission, but obviously Spike is like, yeah, it's fine. Do whatever you want. But obviously she doesn't feel that way, right? But she's just saying that to, because that's the trope, right? So, but I'm, like, wondering if, like, (sighs) I mean, Liz is stupid. Liz is stupid. But, like, I'm wondering if, like, if this is, like, her first, she should have known better, but I'm wondering if it's, like, her first, like, kind of moment where she like you know it's like every I guess you have to like learn girl code but I'm like you should also know girl code at that age right but I mean Spike is her one friend I feel like Liz is not really like she doesn't really talk to anybody else I don't know if she doesn't know yeah it's it's not it's unclear but also in Liz's defense Spike should have said Mm -hmm. be honest I mean I, I really hate that like attitude of like fine do what you want and then you're supposed to be like, well, you should know I was. I didn't like that. It's like, should Liz have yeah. a sense that maybe this isn't the isn't a good thing to do? Yes, but also you need to say that you need to be like, hey, I feel uncomfortable with this, as opposed yeah. to being like, yeah, go for it. And then when she does, then you're mad at her. It's not really fair to her either. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, they're children. They're teenagers. So what do you expect? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think the real villain here is Patrick. <laughs> Listen. That is always the thing where it's like, um, it's like this idea in so many ways of women are always like 
um, pitted against each other to be enemies. But, like, the real enemy mm-hmm. is the man in the situation. Like, he's the one that, that did yes. it. Like, he's the Who one that knows did the wrong. that you guys are best friends and it's like, one of them dummies, I'm going to date the other one. Like, you know that's yeah. messy, Patrick. Like, you have to know that. And then, like, kind of gaslight Spike later, which we'll get in. Yeah. Like, so, you should know. He plays a guitar. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> he is a piece of shit. He's the, listen. He tricked us in liking him because he had a cute accent. Yep. It's, it, listen, Patrick, Patrick and Ireland, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm wondering if Patrick in Ireland is, like, average. Maybe he's not the cutest guy at school. Right, he's not mm-hmm. that he he doesn't really have a strong personality. He's the weird kid that plays guitar that no one actually really likes. But he comes to Canada, and he's got a cool accent. He's from Ireland. He's different, and he plays guitar. All of a sudden, now he has a personality. And he's got sideburns. He's got sideburns. He's got something <laughs> going for him, and he can reinvent himself here in Canada. Mm-hmm. Which he, you know, you know, like when you're back home, it's like people just like, no, we don't like you. Stop yeah. doing that. We don't like it. But in Canada, he's like, hey, I'm cool. It's like the exchange student that like glows up all of a sudden just because he's an exchange student. And I feel like yes. his self-esteem was low before. And then he started making some friends. Like he had a girlfriend and then kind of his confidence got boosted. And now he's like, listen, okay, Spike, you're cool and all, but... Now that you broke up with me, I see, I see my my freedom, and I don't need to be the nice guy anymore. You know, yeah, I I see that it is like I I'm just upset that he manipulated all of us because I like oh, so upset Patrick. He played it off like he was so romantic and kind, and then he was like kind of like he's really aggressive <sighs> and like aggro in this episode, and I did not like it. Yeah, um, yeah, it was like he came off really not good. Um, and and the episode almost plays it off as if he was right. And I was like, <laughs> because he gets the last word. Last time we hear I from know. him, it's him berating Spike and we never get a conclusion, which in TV writing, that means this is the this is the I point know. we need to know as being correct. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like that's, no, 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 no. We need, this needs to be corrected. Like that can't just be what you're telling the audience is like, maybe he's got a point. Like, No. <laughs> Speaking False. of that, it's it's always interesting. Like, that's always timestamps, like, these kind of either sitcoms or whatever. I've been re-watching Moesha, and I just watched an episode the other day that was kind of like that. And I'm like, oh, uh-huh. is is this what we're teaching? <laughs> yeah, we're it's like, oh, and then we never, we never, like, do anything to challenge that. So then, like, that is yeah. technically, like, the text you're saying, like, that's what we should be taking away from this interaction. It's like. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Lucy and the girls, uh, we find out later, it's like after they go have this meeting, they talk to some administration, like sports department person. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, yeah, no. No dice. Um, and it turns out the basketball team is also getting new in- uniforms and they get lots of attention and funding, but they don't get any of that, the, ball- the volleyball team. And, you know, Lucy gives us an, it's so sexist, which we love that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's like, I have an idea. Like, we're not going to take this lying down. Um, so they decide to like have a protest where they go into the the gym before the boys have a chance to practice and set up their volleyball net. Basically like a volleyball in. I guess they're going to practice anyway. 
Um, they just started learning about Martin Luther King. They're like, we're going to do a sit-in, but with yeah. volleyball. Yeah. We're just going to fucking spike them with our volleyballs. <laughs> <laughs> um, the guys show up and BLT's all like, what's all this? And they're like, we're protesting sexism and we're important because we're girls. Just because, like, you guys are guys. You think, you know, they do the – this is a very of the era episode. I mean, like, not to say that girls' sports don't get enough attention. I mean, we recently had the thing with um, the women's so- – U.S. women's soccer team is getting paid way less than the men's, even though they've won <laughs> multiple cups. Actually World Cup. They actually win. People actually know their names. Like, they're right. very famous. Um, so it's relevant still, but I feel like – this particular, like, a TV show, like, the boys' team gets more funding is very, um, I think, very 90s, like, Title nine type of, like, you know? Yeah. Girls' teams, girls' sports matter, too. And I'm like, I also thought sports all sports very interesting. suck, everyone. <laughs> Speaking of the legacy of LD, it reminded me a lot of The Great Race in junior high. Yes. Like, a lot of the things that Lucy was saying was, like, what LD was saying about, um, because I'm trying to think of why, oh, yeah, they were angry because they weren't getting as much, um, announcements and, Yeah, uh, even though they won. Publicity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then, compared to the boys' team, um... And yeah, it was just that classic thing of like the girls stand over here and the boys stand over here. And one of the boys has a ball underneath his arm and they're talking about how girls can't do as much as guys can. And they're just different. <laughs> it's like, like, hey, ladies, it's not it has nothing to do with sexism. It's just that no one cares about you little bitches playing your volleyball. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, what? It's, it's like everyone knows girls can't jump high because their tampons weigh them down. It's science, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> it was this. It literally accepted like thinking of like she's the man. Like it's always that classic of like the girls, the girls' sports being like, "We could do it just as much as you can. We'll prove you." It's like okay, yeah, and it's like <sighs> I'm, I'm on the girl side, of course, oh, but it's also course. just like it's just a play, it's a very played. Exactly. a trope that it's like okay we've seen this like yeah 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 ladies <laughs> <laughs> we're somewhere in the middle where we're just like okay shut up already like we all, right, all right go play with your dolls <laughs> 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 yeah um so lucy's in the forefront she's like telling them how it is Mm. Ah, 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 ah. But then Dale shows up, who's the team captain. And when I tell you, Lucy, <laughs> I died. My homegirl like moonwalked out of the frame, like to the very back. <laughs> she's like, maybe I can hide behind this massively open. Then she's the holes tallest everywhere. one. <laughs> Volleyball she's like, net. She's like crouching down, but she's like six feet tall. She's like. I know. And honestly, the the real, the biggest lie in this episode is the lie that um, that Dale couldn't see Lucy still. Yeah. Which is like, okay. They're the same uh, height and she like is slightly crouched and he's like, I, he's just I don't know where she is. Where'd she go? Uh, and I just, oh, this scene was this like classic of like, I don't know. I, like we were talking about earlier about like how much we were like Lucy is like every teen girl, but like that moment where you just like literally, you're every um, every 
con- not so much con- but confidence that you had, every like confidence of what you were saying or what you were doing, and you were like really like proud of what you were doing, and then like that instant that it shifts of like, oh no, like I can't do this because someone someone thinks it's weird. This boy isn't gonna like me anymore. Like I need to shrink back into myself and not be my true self anymore. I need to change and be something else. Like that yes. instant switch. I was like, oh girl, oh yes, oh the mirror. Put the mirror down. I can't see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very like real, very Ooh. like it, like I think this episode is one of the better. It's not a it's not a big plot. Does it go there? No. But I think it's one of the more like realistic like oh, portrayals gosh. of being a teen girl like yeah no i've definitely had to be like i definitely have dumb myself down in front of a boy or like you know try to like oh yeah like haha like we're all gonna laugh at the same thing and like yeah because mm-hmm. i didn't want to be like the one that's like has the focal point on them like it's so real oh yeah but if i was one of the girls i'm like lucy where are you going like i would be like lucy come on you are you are right later get your get, get up in the front get up in the front Why i would so bring her out lucy where are you going <laughs> You come on, you want over there quoting legislation? Come on, tell them, tell them what how it is. <laughs> I'll put on the spot, boy. Uh, <laughs> but um, later, Lucy is she's still telling her story to LD, which I love. I love that this entire episode is framed with her telling her little story. Um, yeah. So she's like, you know, I just I have to keep my mouth shut basically because I want to get this date, and I'm like, no, Lucy. And she's like, this date is really important, and I'm like, Lucy, you just met him. Somehow, even though you go to the school that doesn't seem that big, you somehow just met each other, and I'm like, like you just he just became you just became aware that he exists. I'm like, he's been here the whole time. Um, but Spike Spike is dropping Emma off at daycare. Of course, Liz is also doing it because they're doing drop off together. <laughs> Liz has uh, no life. Yes. Um, and Liz is all like, oh my God, the show was so great. It was so fun. And Spike is immediately passive aggressive. She's like, oh, that's so nice for you. Which is my go-to. I'm like, oh, I love it, I love it for you. That was good for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. The operative that's nice. word is be nice. for you. Not for me. For you. I'm happy you had fun. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> so she's being, she's being petty. She'd be a little petty so, Betty. Yes. Yeah. Is she justified... Honestly, no, because you did tell her to go. She'd be more justified if Liz had just done it without yeah. a conversation. Then I'd be like, Spike, I'm on your side. But given that she did, you did have the conversation and you told her to go as a test. It's like, don't don't be a Topanga. Don't send send her on the date and then be like, I can't be with you anymore. That was a test. These are actors. I, I'm an actor. These are all actors. And like, it's like. <laughs> So Spike is being very passive aggressive and she gives us the old, you weren't supposed to believe me, Liz. You should be able to tell when I'm lying. Best friends don't date each other's very recent boyfriends, which true, but also, girl, come on now. You can't have, I expect this girl to read minds. Like she's pro-life. She's not smart enough to do, so no. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Let me stop. No lies I'm, detected. I'm lying. I mean, I'm, I'm kidding. But I'm not. All right. So Liz (laughs) is like, you're acting stupid, da da da, which kind of true. But again, you guys are fighting the wrong person. You should both team up and fight Mr. Old Danny Boy over here. (laughs) 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 
Oh, I love it. I love it. That's I hope baby. Patrick comes up like five five million times more so we can just keep on calling him Danny Boy. Old oh, Danny, Danny Boy. Boy. <laughs> you know he loves this. He sings that in the uh, church. Um, so uh, that, is that that's a church the only song? song he knows how to play a guitar? Um, I don't think it's a church song. No, but the only like reason I know it as a folk song, as a church song, is because which are Canadian listeners. Now you still haven't watched Shit's Creek, have you? No, I'm sorry. No, okay, it's okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. I have our okay, listeners okay. to talk to. It's fine. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Moira sings "Oh Danny Boy" at um, a funeral, and so like I, whenever I hear that reference to that song i only hear her version of it of her seeing it so it's a good one it's a it's a comedically funny good one you know i think i'm just gonna start the show at season two because i tried to get i can't get through season one i didn't like it i was like it's not that funny but i really want to like it because everyone likes it it's like it's it's the thing is like it's not it's not like super funny funny like i and the only people i really find funny are david and stevie um like they're because i think they're very sarcastic and very like dry um mm-hmm. but everything's like a very like everything's like the timing of it is funny um it kind of reminds me sometimes of the office in that that nah, kind of um like when like the the uncomfortable like sitting in a joke the un- sitting in the uncomfortableness kind of funny yeah um but I really just like I think the characters it's just a very feel good show so okay I I I will give it a chance again I want to yeah. be in on the joke with everyone I just like um, David a lot so David's my favorite yeah I do like da- that guy Dan Levy is that his name yes David yeah, he's, he was really good in um. What was it called? The like the lesbian Christmas movie with Kristen Stewart. Love Actually. No, I've never seen that movie, so I have no idea. You literally just said a, a title. I said the lesbian <laughs> Christmas movie. Said Love Actually. <laughs> but okay, but it could have been the right one. You, you just know. named. You just named a Christmas movie. <laughs> I said lesbian Christmas movie. She said uh, the uh, miracle on Thirty Fourth Street or whatever. I'm like, bitch, that's not. That's not what <laughs> Christmas shoes? No. Okay. <laughs> Not the Christmas shoes. (laughs) Whatever the fuck it's called. He's in it and he's very good. And that movie is fun. You should watch it. It's on Hulu. Um, So Simon and Alexa are planning to take a limo to the dance, which I feel like is a lot for a semi-formal. And Michelle walks past and she like ices them out. And we also find out that Simon and Alexa still hang out with BLT and Cindy. And I'm like, awkward. Um, Lucy is talking to the twins about the volleyball sitch. And... Their plan is like, okay, we should talk to the class president, Bronco, to like, to see if he can help us. And Lucy doesn't want to because she doesn't want Dale to not like her. Um, did you know she's wearing an onk? I do not know what that is. It's that, um, it's like from, it's like an ancient Egyptian symbol. Oh. But it looks almost like, it's like a little, like there's a little kind of circle with like almost like two arms yeah. and like a one little thing yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. It almost looks I don't know, I think if I had to compare it to anything, it'd be like the Egyptian looking eye. Like it was always in like classic Egyptian jewelry and stuff. Like yeah, the classic yeah, yeah. symbol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it's you an always ong. see. 
and it's very hotep. Ooh. And I was like, is Lucy a hotep? She's like the good hotep. Like when hotep. Well, she can't really be one because she's so feminist. A lot of hoteps don't like that shit. Right. Like they will but call Lucy that, like, a, a queen, but she needs to stay in the kitchen. Yeah. Yep. Ain't that right. Um, but the I know that the origins of Hotep before it got like extremely homophobic, which it probably was always homophobic and transphobic and misogynistic. I think those always existed. They probably just, you know, were more fitting with the times more so. But I think the origins of Hotep were a lot better than what it became. That's my true. Understanding. Yeah, my understanding of it was like it was more like about like black liberation and like uplifting. Yeah. And then like it's yeah. gotten really bastardized by like Twitter and online people who are just like if you're vegan, you won't have a period. And I'm like, what? Um <laughs> That's not true. So <laughs> uh Lucy goes to Bronco, which also is an interesting name for a black boy. Bronco? Listen. Like, okay. That that character was clearly Bron- written before they were they cast the black boy, because I'm like Bronk, what world? What world? What in what world? But also like Bronco. Bronco is a young Brock. Okay. Oh yes, he's a community organizer. Yes, and he's like, I'm obsessed with Bronco. I like. I think this is my first true Degrassi crush. I think I've, <laughs> <laughs> I think I've, I've talked myself into having crushes before on Degrassi, but this is my first true Degrassi high crush, is Bronco. I mean, he's adorable, and he's like he's a, a young black uh, black boy who is like with the shits. Like he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm class president. I'm like, I'm kind of running stuff. I'm like, you know, he's you know his 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 transcripts looks really good. Like, he's applying yes. to really great colleges. Like, he's, like, really on... He's on yes. some, like, um, Hillman grad type, like, different world yes. type shit. Like, he's about to go to Hillman and be out here, like, doing everything. Like, he's he's really with it. I really thought for a second... Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, she reminds me so much of Dwayne Wayne. <gasps> but, like, cooler. And Lucy is, looks kind of like Whit- uh, Whitley. Whitley or Whitney? I know. Whit- Whitley. Whitley. Oh my god. They do look like Whitley and um do we <gasps> I know. I know. I didn't even catch that. Maybe that's why when I saw that I was like, oh they're so cute. Cause I was like, is that? hmm I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um... So he's like smarter than I know. Him. I know. Like he's just like he's like cooler and like less like kind of dorky. hmm But they give off the same like like he looks like he's he would when Dwayne got like older and like sexy and like you know like had his shit together in Japan and stuff like that's Bronco in high school. Yes. Oh my god. I've st- okay now I'm stand I'm I'm standing this couple so hard. <laughs> yes. Um. She tells him about the problem and asks him to help and he's like I don't know what I can do. And then he just kind of flirts with him and tries to like charm a little bit. He's like, fine, I'll try, you know, I'll see what I can do. And we find out that Lucy um, is going to speak with the student council and that they can come and they'll, like they'll pass it through the pipeline up to the principal. And right. only one person can speak from each side, though. And Lucy is nominated, but she is very reluctant. Mm-mm. 
Because she's like, nah, I'm trying to put the spotlight on me. I'm trying to go on this dance, you know? Yeah. Um, Liz is sitting under a tree by herself because she has no friends. And Patrick <laughs> comes by and he asks if he can join her. And Liz is like, I don't think it's a good idea. Like, you know, it's just like not a good time. The whole spike thing, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. So Patrick is like, it's just like, oh, like, being kind of like, oh, okay, fine. I'm like, but why, again, why would you ask out your ex's best friend? Is I'm like, you asked your ex's like, oh, like, they're kind of cool. Like, literally, yeah. they only the hang only out with friend. each other. <laughs> yeah. You ask her out. It's like, come on, dude. And shortly thereafter, he, like, ambushes Spike while she's in the library. And he's just, like, being really, like, Oh, like you're. Oh, what's this about? Like we need to talk about this. Blah, blah, blah. Like he's like really like hype, and she's like you're being slimy. Like you're doing this to get back at me, which is pretty narcissistic of of Spike to assume that. Yeah. And he's like, he the thing that killed me. So he's like, oh, you're meddling my business. Don't tell me who I can date. Blah 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 blah. blah. Which I'm like, again, the the tone has changed from <laughs> we're just yeah. friends hanging out to now who can I date? And he ends with you may be a mother, but you got a lot of growing up to do. And she's a very, very condescending, like, listen, little girl, like, you don't know. And then, like, leaves. And I was like, oh, fuck you, dude. Ew. Yeah. This is, Patrick is the, that switch of, like, that switch that happens in the white, patriarchal, racist society that we currently (laughs) live in. Sorry, I forgot, Ed Capitalist. The white, patriarchal white supremacist patriarchal society capitalist society mm-hmm. um <laughs> it's been a while you guys i got off, off my game um <laughs> he that switch that happens that like as soon as a man particularly a white male is not getting like their expected due of like what's coming to them in society and something's not going their way they like immediately switch and flip and like yeah like, turn and then it's like well you know it's like because it, in some way it's like it's like oh like you know you're a mom but like you're immature like you have a lot of growing up to do it's like what like where is this coming from like this it doesn't was, make any sense and the thing is is spike being immature yes she's being very I, but i think she's being yeah. immature less to him and more to liz just because of the whole like I'm going to tell you one exactly. thing and then be mad at you. That's immature. I think she's she's not, even though Liz, I think, is in 100%. Spike's also wrong for that. But yeah. what's frustrating, like, your point is that, like, I feel like this aggression is so, like, one, out of left field. Because up until this point, we've just seen, exactly. oh, John T. Patrick with his guitar playing <laughs> music. And, oh, my yeah. God, he's so cute. And so, oh, my God, he's a romantic guy. And I call her Christine. And, oh, Christine, I love you. To now suddenly, as soon as she mm-hmm. she put, oh, shit, that's <laughs> a Patrick spirit. As soon <laughs> John, he's trying to stop me. But as yep. soon as she put up a roadblock to what he wanted, he like really showed this other side to him that was so like condescending, really aggressive, yeah. really like just rude. And yeah, is Spike lame for being like, oh, you're trying to get back at me? It's like, okay, girl, like everything's not about you, Spike. Relax. I don't think it's yeah. what's happening. But it's just really crazy that he like was so like in her face, like, listen, like, don't tell me who I can date, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. What? But also, Sir? it was like, in the timeline of things, like, 
regard regardless of if he's trying to get back at Spike or not, like Colin Courtesy is like maybe wait a few weeks before you go after her best friend. Like I, yeah. it seemed like like early like the other day, like yesterday, Spike told Liz that they broke up. And as we know, Liz is basically up their asses all the time. So like that was news to, to Liz. So that literally <laughs> happened like a second ago. You're, it's shocking that she wasn't three-way called into that breakup. But she know. wasn't also on the line. But you're totally right. So it's like, oh, you were like freshly dumped and decided to ask her friend out immediately after being dumped by her. It's like, ew. Yeah. It, 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 it's like, and that, that part of me is like, well, maybe Spike... Like, I don't know, maybe Spike was was calling him out and he felt the truth of it of like, yeah, you are just getting dating her to get back at me. And he's like, no, I'm not. I can take it wherever I want. (laughs) But he was like, ah, damn it. She's right. She caught me. Yeah, it was wild. It was just very bizarre. And I really don't like that the episode ended with us implying that like Spike was somehow at was 100 percent in the wrong. She's everyone in this three way thing is in the wrong in some way. No one's is totally yeah. innocent. But if I had to like rank the most wrong to the least wrong, I think I would put, I think Patrick is the most wrong. Liz yeah. is second, but she's still pretty far from Patrick. I wouldn't put her like right under, yeah. she's like pretty far. Still, I don't think she like, I think she's just kind of ignorant to like stuff. And I think she just didn't really like, yeah. think enough about how this would probably affect her and her friendship. Yeah, she didn't think she wasn't thinking at all. Yeah, I think Spike is next, but she's still pretty wrong because she was Yeah. Kind, she's you know, acting immature. She's acting very immature. But yeah, no, Patrick gross. Like throw him into the river. Please. Um Okay, so it's time for the student council meeting. Everybody's in there, basketball guys, wild dog gals, some other people, Nancy of course. <laughs> um nancy's she's like i've been here for two hours already let's get this party started yeah she's like she's like i have places to be things to do like (laughs) let's get out of here um cindy is going to be the spokesperson and she's like but i don't get why i am because up to this point lucy's been the spokesperson but now cindy is but we know why so uh bronco starts the meeting and dale is repping the boys and when he's introduced lucy like smiles and claps for him i'm like lucy i (laughs) go on (laughs) Come on, girl. I love you. Come on. (laughs) Somehow, Lucy has already been dickmatized, and she hasn't even gotten the dick yet. I don't understand. I was like, sweetie, like, play it cool. Damn. (laughs) Um, (sighs) Sydney gets up there, too, and they start their, like, little open floor debate. And, you know, Dale's reiterating the same old, the boys deserve more practice time because we had a good season last year. And we're, we have penises and new equipment and blah, blah, blah. And girls, honestly, yeah. fuck them. Who cares? Um, <laughs> it's, it gets too sexist for Lucy. And finally, she's like, I can't sit. I can't sit during this. I have to stand. <laughs> she stands. And she she gives them the, you know, the stats. She's like, listen, you guys get more promotion. That's mm-hmm. why people care about you. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, you have the backing of the sports department, but we have to beg for everything. This isn't a pro league. Y'all are doing too much. This fucking high school. No one, no one here is gonna play for the for the Toronto whatever the fucks. Calm down. Um, what are they called? Toronto Raptors. Yeah, them. Ain't nobody here about to be a Raptor. Calm down. Um, it's this is about participating, it's about exercises, about having fun. And as she's doing her little speech, Broncos back there. I my heart burst when Bronco's just like I... smiling like okay okay shawty like shawty got points 
Oh my god. But I tell you that all I want in my life is a fucking Bronco. Like, I need... Where's my Bronco? Okay? Where is my Bronco when I am making my fucking 2 a.m. drunken rants about all the problems in the world today? Where well, is that so person? Maybe, maybe you should play it more straight like Lucy instead of being like your drunken 2 a.m. <laughs> okay. Well, the thing is, when it happens when I'm sober, I don't have a Bronco either. So I just... <laughs> Oh my Listen, gosh. there's a Bronco out there for all of us. Trust. Because Bronco is like, because Dale, he's he's like, oh, like, what's this? This black this black girl is is saying words to me that I don't like. Him and Patrick yeah. friends are like, oh, oh, so you have <laughs> ideas now? You have you have a brain? Excuse me. Yeah. And but Bronco's back there and he's like, all right, yeah, like he's like, damn. She reads. He's like, fuck. Like, I love that about her. Like, she's strong. Like, she's like, and like Bronco also yep. likes that. You know, you know, like they have they'll have the kind of relationship with all the bait, but it'll like be like friendly. It's so, like Bronco and Lucy will have like just spars, but it's not like they're mm-hmm. not actually fighting, but it's like, you know, they're both very intelligent and just like voicing their opinions and like just like debating each other. And it's like ugh, they're That's so cute. literally why. Okay, number one. Not are they like Dwayne Wayne and Whitley from A Different World, uh-huh. they are Barack Obama and Michelle Obama. <gasps> I oh know. Oh my god. Because did you, did you read uh, Michelle's book, Becoming? I didn't finish it. I got stuck with her in the South Side when she was a child and I was like, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I was like, oh, when are you going to be first lady? <laughs> yeah, it gets better. Um, but yeah, definitely when they get to the point where she's talking about like when she and Brock are dating and they're like, they're like young love. I'm like, oh, it's definitely giving me Lucy and Bronco vibes. Yeah. Very South Side with you, the two of them. Uh, I love it so They're much. so cute. Yeah. And I was like, yes, Bronco has found himself a newbie, a strong Nubian queen. That boy, white boy can't handle you, Lucy. Like, let him go. Because yes. he's like, he's, he's, he's whack. He needs to find himself like a little... A girl who could like stand, watch him play basketball. Alexa. And, yeah, and Alexa. Let's be real here. <laughs> Honestly, Alexa, if if you're going to choose someone. Actually, no, not an Alexa. Because Alexa, we've seen Alexa, like, she wears the pants in the Simon relationship, though. She's like, she's yeah, the one she... who's like, so actually not Alexa. He needs like a, one of the, uh, what are the, the two blonde girls who show up sometimes? One of them. Yeah, they have no personality. Snake, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'll just like stand around and cheer for him oh yeah yeah um so lucy is at home and she's she's wrapping up her video to ld and she's like we won but dale broke off the date and she starts crying and she's like i'm proud of myself but now you know i just want like i wanted to go on that date and why was this literally the monologue from little women the new one oh i've never seen little women Oh my god! You just see the new one; it's really good. But there's a scene. Okay. Um, Saoirse Ronan plays, um, also Irish, um, plays Joe. Joe, and she's that's the she's, only one I know. <laughs> I mean, she's the best one. Um, she's giving her speech to her mom, Marmy, 
And she's like, she's talking about like the difficulties of being a woman. And she's like, I, I, I'm not, I'm going to paraphrase it, but she's like, she's mm. crying. And she's like, I believe that, you know, women have so much in them. They're, we're smart and we're not just living our life to find a man and romance. And we have dreams and ambition and skills. And she's like doing all these things. She's so frustrated. But then she breaks down and cries and she's like, but I'm so alone. And I'm like, oh, the feeling of being a woman of like, yes, I'm independent, I'm uh, all this, I but know. also I just want someone to come home to sometimes. <laughs> it's like, I oh. just want, I just want a cuddle buddy. Is that too much to ask? Yeah, and it literally is this, and I'm like, I love that scene because it's just very similar to this episode, very indicative of what yeah. it means to be a woman and like a young woman of like, yeah, I'm empowered, but also like I want someone to hold my hand sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> girl problems. Yeah. But this scene, Lucy did an awesome, awesome job in her acting. Like, yes. Because again, it was a monologue straight to camera, well, two cameras, but like, it it was played out so well. And like, and not, not so much as it was like, it's like, oh, but like her emotion, like you can see it was a, it was a close up. You can see that tears were welling in her eyes a little bit. Um, so she was getting emotional about it authentically but she also just like she was just she's playing it out so well yes and um and it was so good it was like a true like very like say not that i like know about acting or whatever (laughs) um uh but like you know i feel like as an actor i'm sure it can i don't know if it's more difficult to play out like a a um a monologue kind of like flat like that with no one else to kind of go off of yes um so i, I would I say it that is. must be more difficult yeah i would say it is because you are really just relying on you and mm-hmm. and and your feeling and and how, how you think this character is feeling versus like at least when you're in a, in a scene with someone you can play off of them it's like it's all you really so yeah she does a great job very very good job and i was like damn because, again, it was, like, they just kind of sat in that for a while. Like, they didn't um, – it was just a close-up of her. Um, it was very well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I agree. We're going to have some good acting points, I think, on that one. Yeah. Um, so Alexa walks up to Michelle and asks her to hang out on Tuesday. She broke off plans with Simon, which I think was a good move. <laughs> And they're yeah. like, they basically just make up. They're like, I miss you. Like, we're friends. And, you know, this was stupid. We both were stupid. Like, I love you. And I'm like, oh, I love to see friends make up. Because honestly, that whole fight was like, I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of just people, you know, again, similar to a Liz and Spike. I think no one was really perfect in that situation. It's like, yeah. I think you guys just have to own up to your shit and just make up on it. Um, But in our final scene... Bronco is hanging out in the hallway when Lucy walks up, and she looks great in orange. And Bronco spoke to the principal, but it turns out that he wants everyone to be behind the guys this year. So unfortunately, you know, the girls won, but they didn't win. And, you know, Mm -hmm. he tried. Um, She thanks him for trying, and he's like, no, you were great, too. Like, you were really, like, you know, you were out there. I saw you. I liked it. I like what I saw. And he asks her to the dance. And she says yes. And I love that we end on this really great high note of like, don't ever dim your light for a guy or for anyone. You just have to find someone who's your match and who appreciates you for you. And I'm like, oh, they're so cute. Exactly. They're so cute. I love this couple. 
I love it. We stand, we ship, we do all the things. Yes. Um, I also like that Degrassi did this because I feel like this is something, this kind of, um, well, I guess it's, show, it's shown a lot in, in teen movies, but like um, the idea of the classic trope of like, oh, like, you know, changing yourself for a man or a boy, like, or changing yourself for anyone um, is always shown. But like, then it's usually like, you know, the woman has to like, eventually come around being like, you know what, I'm just gonna love me for me. And I'm gonna be okay, in my singleness and whatever, whatever. Um, But Mm -hmm. I like that they also validated that because I feel like it's usually, like, the kind of thing that's like, oh, you know, like, that person will come into your life that is, you know, if that person is, if the person is wanting, doesn't like you for you, then that person isn't for you, right? Right. And so it's not always shown that, like, that person also exists in the world. Like, it's not always the misogynistic asshole. Mm-hmm. And so I like that, especially in a high school setting, that they also showed that these people exist. Because, like, usually, right the the idea of like a bronco is like he's not you he's not the the classic guy that you would go after right right yeah he's like Sorry. the guy as an adult that you're like damn why did I not like not like him in school he was so fucking cool but like in high school you don't always realize that like bronco's the real one you know of course yeah that's very true <laughs> um, so I like that they kind of validated that that the, these people exist at all ages it's not like when like you grow up, then you finally find that person um, mm-hmm. that, you know, these good people that want you for you are every, not everywhere, but like they exist. Right. They don't like, and sometimes it takes you opening your eyes too. Cause like, exactly. cause she went for the obvious choice. Like you said, like, Oh, like the cute both basketball team, like, you know, yeah. whatever. And, and honestly, to be frank, it's the guy who just showed her and like, you know, attention. Immediate. I yeah. feel like she was kind of Romantic in a place of attention. Like, yeah, I don't have a date. Everyone has a date. I'm sad. Now a guy should be attention and I like him. All of a sudden it's like you didn't even know this person versus the person yeah. who you seem to actually have a rapport with already, but you just didn't see him that way. But then, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. granted, he was the one who approached her first. So it still is like, oh, he gave you attention. So you like them. But still, there's a little bit more yeah. there because this person is not just. I think in the case of Dale, just like, oh, you saw a pretty girl. I'm like, oh, you want to go out with me? Versus someone who seems to actually see you and likes everything that's there. Yeah. Oh, it was a cute. It. it was a cute episode. I, I love, well, the A plot. Everything, I didn't love everything in this episode, but I loved that story. It was very me nice. Me too. Yeah. Um, I Especially because also... we've also had... Lucy's also had a lot of bad luck with with guys and men treating her. It was nice to also see her with someone who like is cool and nice to her and like exactly as a seems like a seems like a genuine like match too. And it's like this is good. It's not Paul. It's not Clutch. It's not creepy teacher who is not an actual match, but like a predator. It's like a guy who just sees Lucy and likes Lucy. Damn, I totally forgot about Paul and Clutch. Yeah. Damn. Also, like, what happened to? What happened to Clutch? I, I think guess they were just having a situationship. They, yeah, I think they just like were into each other, but then it just never really took off. Because I remember when like uh, she was supposed to go to that party, the twins party, and like meet up with him. And then 
then LD got sick, so she she didn't go, and I think it just kind right, of fizzled out right. eventually. Like it just wasn't really a meant to be, I guess. So, uh, man, um, man. Also, in contrast to another teen content, um, did you ever watch uh, "To All the Boys I May Have Loved"? Yeah, I saw the first one. Okay, well, the third kind of ending of the trilogy came out this past week. Uh-huh. Um, listener, if you've watched those movies, let me know. I don't love how <laughs> those movies are shown. I kind of hate the ending. Also, like, it's been a while since I've watched, like, teen content and as an adult and not as a teen and then later as an adult. So I have no nostalgia, compa- like, Mm. like connected with this movie series so i'm just like watching it as a doll being like this ain't it like (laughs) what are you teaching these kids like (laughs) yeah so yeah sorry i haven't seen it so i can't give my Uh, two cents to you i just the first one i thought was it was a cute movie I was like, oh, this is it, cute. Like, it was. I think it was like, it didn't really need to be a series. I would just kind of wish it would have been a cute movie at first. Because again, I'm like, I don't need to see what this looks like over a few years span. Yeah. I mean, it's based on some books though, right? Yeah. But I also am just like, it's just, again, as an adult, I'm like, it's a high school relationship. This is not going to last. Like, stop <laughs> trying to make this a thing. Like, it's not going to work, okay? <laughs> like, it's not. Lauren's like, the kids are not all right. Y'all are going to break up. <laughs> stop it. They aren't. But I'm also like, well, if anyone's going to make it last, it's going to be, like, the the kids that are slightly more healthy in their relationships now. Or at least more aware of what a healthy relationship is supposed to look like. Yeah. Slightly. Which is a part of growing mm-hmm. up. We all have to... You know, go on that journey and figure that out. It's not built in, unfortunately. Exactly. Um, exactly. Do you have any YouTube for us? Just a few. So, also, I just opened Instagram, and the first thing I saw was Kicked in the Broomhead just posted a picture of, um, what's the guy? Terry's boyfriend oh, from Rick. Next Gen. <laughs> I just saw Rick, and I was like, oh, ah. scary. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. So, um, Emma, Emma Faulkner from one year ago says, Lucy has come a long way since her shoplifting days in junior high, which I would have to agree. She's had quite the story arc. Truly. Mm -hmm. Truly. Yeah. Um, Paula H from two years ago says, Lucy, the OG vlogger with her camera. Oh my god, did Lucy invent vlogging? She might have. She might have. Damn. I was but it's like one of those things of like you know, like um like something that someone did before that people are like, Oh my gosh, that's so annoying. Like Lucy's always around like with her camera, like uh she's always like taking video of everything. Yeah. But now it's like it's it's like a thing now. Now so. when you see someone filming, you're like, they're vlogging. Yeah, like every exactly. so often I've seen I've seen a few vloggers like I I don't even watch vlogs that often except for yours of course. Um I don't even watch wow. them. But I used to watch one that like every so often the person would be like vlogging and you'd have someone she like talking to someone off camera. She's like, Yeah, I'm vlogging because they'd be like, Are you vlogging? Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Does that happen to you? Um, sometimes, like, usually I'll edit it out so I don't always keep it in a video, but a lot of times it's like, because I, it it is such a, it's, speaking of classic tropes, it's a classic trope of, like, something that people keep in on vlogs, which is cute sometimes, but, like, it, it happens often enough that it's just, like, it's, like, yeah, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, you can do it once, but then, like, if you do it, if every you're watching it, time it's like okay, we get it. <laughs> it's like, like yeah, I know, quit, fucking know you're vlogging because I'm watching your vlog. Like fourth wall, like stop it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um. Oh, I cut off the person who said this, um, but I thought this thread was really funny. Uh-huh. So someone commented, "Patrick looks like a white version of Shrek." I don't know why I thought that was so funny. What? Because it, it doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> what? No, he doesn't. It doesn't make any sense at all. I'm appalled. No, he doesn't. <laughs> but but the thread that came after was so funny. So one person says, this is probably the most brilliant comment about the series. LOL. And then another person says, he looks more like Robbie Rotten, which I think yes. is someone. Yes. He's, I'm pretty sure he is Robbie Rotten. <gasps> That's the actor who plays Robbie Rotten, like from the, um, it, it's it called like to Lazy be. Town, was a TV show. Yeah, is it has to be, right? Is that Robbie Rotten? Okay, hold on. If not, he has a doppelganger. Because there were several comments about that, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it is. Portrayed by, no, it's not him. Does it look like him, though? They look alike, but no, this guy's from Iceland. Oh, he died. Oh. But yeah, no, the actor who plays Robbie Rotten is um is Icelandic. So no, it's not. It's not okay. him, but they do look alike. And yeah. I, I really believed it. I was like, oh, yeah, that is him. <laughs> yeah, in your mind, you're like, I guess it is him. Yeah. I'll just start taking that and like, running with, like, yeah, it's Robbie Rotten. <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> so a person who's what my favorite are like people that have like famous um names as their youtube like profile name but it's not them uh-huh. so um according to this joey jeremiah from nine months ago says not really and they're replying to the um so the person that said oh this is probably the the best comment I've seen about the whole series. And Joey Jeremiah says, not really. <laughs> and then someone replies, who asked you? <laughs> <laughs> so who knew Shrek could be so controversial? Um, and yes. Okay. So yes. Um, someone wrote Lucy's boyfriend looks like Andrew McCarthy, pink and pink, pretty and pink era, who I think is the character's name of the actor you were saying earlier. The guy from Pretty in Pink. The rich guy. Oh. Well, who did... Oh, the Dale. Name. Oh, uh, uh, David Spader. Yes. And so I think the character's name of Pretty in Pink is Andrew McCarthy. No, Andrew McCarthy is the is the other guy. So Andrew McCarthy is the actor who Ducky? plays Blaine. So Blaine is the one she ends up with. Ducky is oh, played by... The I other there was two rich people. Yeah, because remember, he's the blonde friend who does coke, and he was right. like an asshole. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all I got today. Nice. Oh, that Shrek comment took me down because it's so like no. <laughs> it's like what? No. I know. <laughs> I know. I just I literally laughed out loud when I read that last night. I was like, what? What? <laughs> And then they over there co-sign like, oh, it's the best comment. Like, no, it's literally like the weirdest. Who asked you? <laughs> you don't know comedy. It's like, okay. <laughs> uh, shall we do our rankings with them? Yes, let's get into it. All right, out of forty trappy, tra- out of forty trappy keepers, out of forty trappy keys, keys. What is? I'm having a stroke. Out of forty trapper keepers, nineties Canadianness. What do you think? Oh, I might have to give this a 10. We had so many things. We've had the inf- probably the largest amount of stories in a in a less like a 25 minute episode. We had a VHS cam recorder, personal cam recorder um, used by Lucy to physically send to her friend Lucy by snail mail. Um <laughs> And Lucy and LD had to write letters back. So, yes. pre email days. Uh, we had. Also, now I think about it, what is LD doing with all those tapes? Also, she's on a fucking boat. How the fuck does she get them? How is she watching them? I guess, like, do they have a VHS setup and then, like, a VCR setup? And then after she watches them, she just has this tape. Because she can't record. It's not like she can record on it and then send it back. So, like, LD, Lucy's just like. The economy of, like, Lucy just buying all of these fucking VHS to send to the Bahamas. Listen. <laughs> Aldi just has is... stacks of tapes on her boat. She's you like, know there's limited storage space in there. Yeah, Aldi's like, dear Lucy, like, I love your videos. My dad says you need to stop sending them because we don't have enough room for food and, and, and um, unperish- unperishables or whatever on the boat because I'm just, like, stacking shelves worth of tapes that you send me every fucking week. Are starting to have to throw them into the water. It's polluting the environment even more. You know the ribbons inside the VHS tapes are like super toxic. Like, like dolphins are choking on those ribbons. It's terrible. Yeah. But also, please to keep setting them. I feel very lonely here with just my dad. He's not great. He's not. <laughs> oh my oh god. god. He has health problems. Like what if he has like a heart attack on the boat? And it's just That's them. literally... Like a horror movie rating. What's that one movie with like Blake Lively? Or there was like three movies where it's like some girl's like stuck on a boat, her boyfriend's dead or something, or uh, dying. I don't, I don't know the movie, but I, I know there is a movie. And there's like sharks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one it's I know, bad. the one I know is like open water when that couple, the true story when they went like uh, scuba diving oh, and then no. the boat left them and they got eaten by sharks. Allegedly, why did the boat leave them in the water? Did they just lose them? They so they drifted off too far. I think like they were they were on a dive, and the, I guess they might have drifted off. You know the current, so like they you think like oh I'm just going mm-hmm. down, but you're actually also going down and out like away from the boat. That's and then I think that like there was a miscount or something on the boat. Like they didn't like they just missed them somehow. I guess they didn't. They might not or, or what they should have done, I think, is like obviously you, you never do boats. Whenever I've been on a boat ride, like on vacation stuff, they do a head count so you make yeah. sure everybody's on the boat. And I think they just didn't do a head count before they left, before they got off the boat to scuba dive. So oh people just God, got on, like okay, so everyone's scary. here, and then just left, 
and they were just were the boat was gone and they just were like out in the ocean and then they got eaten by sharks no thank you i know that's why i stay on dry land um not to victim blame but uh but <laughs> but also can't get eaten by sharks you're not in the ocean just saying so yeah. um 90s canadianness i agree 10 absolutely good call yes fashion Ooh, I mean, Lucy had some great looks. I remember the first dress she was wearing was so 90s. It was like that, like, floral, that floral mix with a leopard, like, with an animal print. Mm. Do you remember that look? I think I do, yeah. It was, like, the first first official scene when she's at school. Yeah, and it's, like, a little, like, tiny little tank top dress. Yeah, that was cute. We also got Spike's look was very like kind of punky, mm-hmm. like ripped up, kind of grunge, kind of a look. Um, yeah, the the fashion this episode just felt like I remember a lot of the looks felt very nineties. Like there was a lot of um, cargo jean jackets. Like you can kind of start you could start seeing the shift into like the nineties fashion that looks less nine less less eighties and more nineties. That's very true. Yeah, I agree. Like the grunginess because even Patrick had on like cargo shorts and like uh-huh. a big jacket. Like it was looking very kind of a little grungy. Like he was. He you know, had he's a not, lot of gel in his hair. Yeah, he wasn't wearing that hat anymore, which is a little bit more kind of like dapper. He looks a little bit more like yeah. kind of yeah. Yeah, I see that. I would I would give it maybe a seven or eight. Okay, I would, let's give it let's give it an eight. Let's give it an eight. Okay, because um, we also had Dale's Dale's preppy fashion that was starting to be oh, outdated. Yeah, that's true. Um, so acting, I would say, would be an eight as well. I think because Lucy mm. was really really good this episode, and. Yeah. Um, even though Patrick is an asshole, the actor is a pretty good actor. Like when we, he's having the argument with Spike. Lazy Town. Yeah, we love that. We love we love Robbie Rotten. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> oh. Um, I hope he didn't die in like any like fucked up way. Cause I'm like just like ha ha ha. Rest in peace. And for all we know, he's like, you know, he did something really terrible. Yeah. Oh, he had. Oh, he had bile duct cancer. What is that? That's part of your, um, near your liver and gallbladder, there's a bile duct in your stomach. Near It's all in that. Oh my God. Yeah. He died from that. It's so sad. It's sad. Mm. Okay. Um, sorry to bum you out. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I would say they, he did well too. And, um. Yeah, I, I think, think eight, eight I think is fair. Eight is yeah. good, right? Yeah. Um, and last but not least, plot. Did it go there? Um, I think it's higher on the scale. I think it, it definitely was a light-hearted episode, but I think especially, you know, since this is our podcast, Sonique, I think especially as it, like, the idea of, like, a teen, a teen girl and the accuracy of the portrayal of a teen girl and what it's like it went there, you know? That's true. Um, though, I, while I agree with that, I'm thinking about the other episodes that we've had about, like, where they go there That's or not, true. and they are, like, the bigger heavy hitters. So I would give it a higher um, score than, like, a normal 
episode, but still lower than like the big ones. So I would think like maybe a six or seven. Okay, let's give it a six. I think that's fair because I, you know, the the flashback of bad blood, um, Wheels' parents dying. Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't hit that hard, but it's still a good. I think it's a really good Abuse. episode. Yeah, yeah, it's still great. So that gives us thirty two trapper keepers, which is pretty high. And bat- body politics is now in the third place spot, beneath um, a new start. Parts one and two, so um, the abortion episodes. So it's it's up there, and um, yeah, one of the best so nice. far. Um, I mean, that, we, we both said that like before we started recording. How we both like this episode a lot. Yeah, I thought it was real. I'm not surprised it was that high. I mean, obviously we have control over the ranking system, so we can be as high or low as we want. But <laughs> exactly. um, it was very clear that we liked this episode a lot. Um, yeah. Shall we do the song? Yes, I think you're first this week. Okay. So originally I was going to cheat and choose a song <laughs> that was way older because I could not think of a song. And then while we were talking, I actually remembered one that was within our criteria. So I was like, no, 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 no I'm changing, I'm changing. You didn't know. You didn't know I was doing that. I was changing the song. Ooh. Yeah, I was sneaky. Um, I decided to go with 1986's Control by Janet Jackson as it's a song about yes. a young woman kind of, you know, finding herself and really leaning into who she is and owning, like, um, you know, her her autonomy and her agency and her ability exactly. to just be who she wants to be. And, I mean, obviously, Lucy is very conflicted because she knows that she's very, you know, opinionated and, and confident and wants to you know, dim that light, but then realizes, no, at the end, like, I'm taking control of my life. This is who I am. And I don't have to change myself for people to like me. That, such a good choice. Thank you. I mean, really, any Janet Jackson, I'm here for. Yeah. I also just love New Jack Swing. Like, that era of music is mm-hmm. so, so, so good. Love it. I know. It's timeless. Mm-hmm. It really is. All right, how about you? Um, I chose a song um, because, you know, I think at the end of the day, like, this is this is an episode about love. It's a pre-dance episode. We've got love. We've ha- we have things that, loose- that we thought was love, but really wasn't really anything at all. We have yeah. the love of friendship. We have the love of the feminine spirit when... <laughs> taking down the patriarchy. Yes. Um, and it's just a feel-good episode. And who doesn't feel good but on Friday, Friday I'm in love. Aww. By The Cure. I love that song. Yeah. And I feel like the, even with this kind of episode, like I feel like if they were to have a soundtrack of this episode, they would have played this. <laughs> I, I can't I can't do the tune very well, but no, I love I love that the opening to that song. Yeah. It's just so like makes you just want to bop along. Yeah, exactly. It's very much like like uh, it'd be like the opening credits or the closing credits, like as people are like happy, like getting ready for something or getting ready to go do something. Yeah, that's a great. Uh, so these are two really good choices, like two really wonderful songs. I'm gonna have to Look listen to the, both us. of those songs when we're done recording i'm just like oh those are two really wonderful songs really get me in the mood to just be excited about life 
Um, exactly. So yeah, um, guys, I will when you look at this episode, Spotify will be updated because I do have Spotify now. I'm gonna go back and yeah. I'm gonna add all these songs. Are um, I had to just accept that I'll never get my old account back, but um, I made a new rest one and now. Peace. Yeah, rest in peace. I was still able to to get my old. Um, I found my old playlist though, so I have them now. So I'm like, oh, oh that's good. Thank God. Thank God, because like I can't like you know how many years I put into making those playlists. Like they're so good. Um, it's hard. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Next week we are going to be listening. Uh, we're gonna be covering sorry, episode <laughs> six, crossed wires. Synopsis. Trigger warning. Liz begins to have repressed memories of being sexually abused as a child. So it's, a, it's a heavy one. <sighs> Damn, they really gave us a good one. And then they're like, I mean, it's Degrassi. It's well, Degrassi. What was I actually expecting? Yeah, we couldn't just like ride on like the high of high school romance. It's going to go no. back to some heavy shit. Of course not. Like, this is Degrassi. It's the whiplash. It's the jarring back and forth, you mm-hmm. know. So it's yeah. only a matter of time. Yeah. But guys, keep listening. We've got some really fun stuff up the pipeline. Um, I think we might have a guest coming soon. We're not going to say. Yes, a couple. Let's see. Maybe in, not next week, but maybe the week after. Yeah. And then some guests coming up and as we're finishing up to Grassy High, which yes. is exciting. Yes. And ooh, I'd love to plan something fun between um now and 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 next gen. Maybe like a fun little bonus or a fun cool little Ooh, yeah. You know, similar to like our back to school thing. I think that'd be really fun. Let us, hey, why don't you reach yes. out to us and let us know what you'd like to listen, to hear. Maybe a Q&A. We've never done a Q&A or anything like that. <sighs> that would be fun. Would you guys want to do a Q&A? Let us know. Like, would you ask us questions that we could answer before we get geared up okay. for next gen? We would love to hear from I you. I really paused. Like, I was waiting for an answer immediately. Um, they, they yelled in the microphone. I heard it. Yeah. Reach out to us if you have questions or anything or if there's anything you'd like us to see. Um, or to talk about, like, let us know. But thank you so much for listening. We had fun. We had so much fun, and we can't wait to talk to you next week. Yes. As always, we will catch you later, broomheads. Bye, broomheads.